Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies. So today on our podcast, this is going to be fun. We're going to talk, obviously, the name of our podcast, Confidence, and we're all about that. But ask yourself this, how confident do you really feel if you are naked standing in a mirror? Like that just made my palms sweaty because I know I'm not. So we're going to talk all about confidence, all about feeling good in your skin, who you are. Um, We have a guest, Ashton, with us that is going to kind of tell her story. That is her goal in life. That's what she does is help a lot of women gain that confidence, but through various avenues. So she has an incredible story that we're going to talk about. And uh, it's going to be a lot of good nuggets that anyone can take from this podcast today. So thanks for being with us, Ashton. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here, chat with you guys, and just dive into all things naked, right? (laughs) All things naked. naked. We strip it down around here. We keep it raw. Yeah, and real. So we're literally to the point, right? (laughs) So So. awesome. Tell us more about how the name of it came about and more about your story. So let's just get to it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So about three years ago, I was, I found myself in a corporate job. I was working over 70 hours a week. I was an operations manager for a really large dental corporation out in Kansas City, Missouri. I was in a long-term relationship of about four and a half years as well. And during that time, I had just gained a ton of weight. I felt insanely uncomfortable in my skin. I was just kind of going through the motions every day. You wake up, you go to work, let you order a pizza, drink a bottle of wine and kind of do the whole thing again, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a time in my relationship where I just felt so uncomfortable in my skin. I couldn't get intimate around my partner. I had to wrap myself in a towel the moment I got out of a shower. I would always say no to get togethers or gatherings because nothing in my closet fit. And I'm like, I am here one time. Yeah. Why do I not feel good in my skin? Like what? I can't, I can't keep pulling myself back because of this. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have these moments where they like get in a car accident or like this huge thing happens and they're like, oh my God, I have to change my life. But for me, it wasn't that. I was literally just driving home from work one day and I'm like, if I'm in this same job with this same man who is a great man, but just not the one for me and in an oversized sweater in 90 degree weather five years from now, what's my life going to be for? And I'm like, I've got to make a change. So with a lot of thinking and also probably not enough thinking... (laughs) I quit my up. I moved 700 miles away from back to Columbus, Ohio, which is where I'm from. I left my relationship. I started my business and I started really the quest of feeling so freaking comfortable and confident in my skin by just simply moving my body and fueling it properly and helping women do the same thing because I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy the feeling of not even being comfortable in who you are. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. And I think I can totally relate to that. So I think actually I, I would... I would bet probably lesser people can relate to that or unrelate to that. I feel like it's something that so many women struggle with, just having that confidence and feeling really, really good in their skin and looking in the mirror and be like, damn, I look good. So right. I want to know how, how you yeah. help women. Like, I want to hear more about this. I'm super excited. Yeah. Okay. So basically, here's the thing. People come to you in fitness. People are like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. Right? And I'm like, okay, girl don't we all, right? (laughs) Sounds good. Then I'm like, what, how are you going to feel when you lose those 20 pounds? She's like, I'm going to feel so good. I'm like, no, no, no. What are you not currently doing in your life 
right now that you will do when you lose those 20 or 30 pounds or whatever it is, right? And she's like, oh, you know, I'll feel more comfortable with my partner or I'll be able to go outside and play with my kids or I'll have more energy and won't have to like sit down and throw my son the basketball, but I can actually play basketball with him. You know what I mean? And so I like to dig so much deeper with women and figure out like what exactly or how exactly is your life going to change once you start to not only get the energy and lose the weight, but gain the confidence, right? Are you going to raise your hand in a meeting? Are you going to quit your job? Are you going to leave your relationship? Are you going to stay in your relationship? Like, What are these things that you're going to do that you've been covering up, not only with the weight, but with so many other things for so long? Like, Let's free yourself of all of that and see where life takes you. And I always tell people that the hardest thing to do is start. There's nothing harder than saying yes to change changing our life to making, to, you know, doing things that get you really uncomfortable. But once you just get started, your foot is in the door to a whole new world. So I dig so much deeper with them and figure out like, what exactly is this weight loss going to do for you? Okay. Got some questions. <laughs> Throw them at me. I've been writing a ton of stuff this whole time. Okay. So love it. Great. My question for you though is, Because you were saying like, you're in Kansas City, you're driving one day, you're saying, all right, I've had enough. I don't want to feel this way. I'm going to do all those things. So like, what was it for you? Obviously, like you had to do that for yourself. You had to be that person for yourself versus being that for your, the women that you coach now. So like, what was it for you when you're driving that one day that you're like, these are the things I want to do, but I'm not doing them because of X, Y, Z. Like if you were you asking yourself those questions. Right. Okay. So let me see if I can answer correctly or tell me if I'm going down the right route. So when I was kind of like in the deep end of it all, right, I was kind of like stuck in the mud. There was always something inside of me that was like, there's got to be more to life. Like there's like, this cannot be it, right? God did not, or whatever, whatever higher power you believe in, did not put us here to go through the motions every day. And really what happened for me is I started to just, I think I just like honestly stumbled upon this personal development book. I truly can't remember what it's called, but I'll, I'll tell you what it is. We can put in the show notes maybe. Um, and I just started to read it and I'm like, holy cow, like, wait a second. Life isn't work, be with a man that you know that you're not supposed to be with, order pizza and do it all again for the rest of your life, right? And so I think the biggest thing for me was just during this time of like, there's got to be more, I started to get into the gym and I started to just just like do things to kind of like occupy my time, change up my schedule and just kind of see like, all right, like what else can we do? You know what I mean? How else can I, how else can I like make a change in my routine? And then there was just honestly this like feeling in my chest where I'm like, I know there's more. I know there's more. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to get there. I don't know when I'm going to get there or what it's going to take, but more is not going to be in this world that I've created. It's going to be outside of this world. And so does that answer your question? (laughs) Cause you just started doing like just changing little things at a time, go to the gym, go Mm -hmm. this, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just went to the gym. I started reading books, which I wasn't doing. I was just kind of like watching trash TV. You know what I mean? What was your boyfriend doing at this time when he's, you're doing, making all these changes. He's not changing with you. Yeah. He was in car sales. He was in car sales and he was just, he was, he was just watching, right? He was just sitting back. He was just watching, just kind of letting me do my thing. And like I said, he's not, he wasn't and is not a, a bad person, just yeah. totally different ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? And I think it's really hard as a competent woman, which a, a, this day and age, a lot of people, a lot of women, I think, find that it's hard to find someone who has the same drive right. as you, you know? It's really hard. And 
to me, it's not someone that I can see myself spending the rest of my life with. I'm not saying that we have to have the same drive, but let's want more, you know? Right. Yeah. That's who you spend the majority of your time around is your significant Yeah. So if they're not growing and dying, I mean, that doesn't serve you. Not that you like exactly, I agree with you. Not that you need that, but it's very advantageous to be with somebody that's mm-hmm. pushing you too. Right. And, like, uh, exactly. and, and be your yeah. biggest supporter, supporter too. So knowing yeah. that you have somebody that's like going to be your biggest cheerleader, but also like there for you to lean on when you need them and like a yeah. give take. And you almost have like that equal balance in a partnership where like say if that boyfriend at the time maybe was meeting at your level as well. So maybe things would have been different, but who's to say it could or couldn't. But having a, a partner that can really give, take and be your equal in there is um, I think really, really important to be on both sides. I totally agree. Absolutely. It's hard to have, it's hard to do something different when your life when the person that you are with, whether it's a, a partner or friendships or something like that, it's hard to make changes when they, when they don't understand because you no longer fit into this box that they've created for you. Right. And they right. get really uncomfortable and typically it creates a lot of tension. And I think when you can start to really find who you are in the depths of your core, right? Like and figure out who you truly are and what you're here to do, that it's very hard to just sit back and let that continue to happen. You 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 have no other option to just to make a change. Like there's really no other option. <laughs> Right. And I think when when you know that you've kind of hit your own threshold, there's only one way to go and that's to either adjust your thermostat up or to continue confining what your soul has like called you to do just to fit in those molds, which other people have put, you know, places placed you in these little boxes of, of expectation. And by doing, by staying stuck in those boxes, I feel like not only are we doing a disservice to us and our creator because we're called for more, but we're also doing a disservice to those people who have created these boxes because I feel like as individuals, we are meant to grow and outgrow. And then what we do help fuel and nourish into other relationships. So if we're stuck in that box, that means those people too will remain in those box. It almost takes like somebody stepping out to be that leader for somebody else to follow suit. But yeah, 100%. Something, something I notice in my own relationships as well, because I feel like as we, as women, we continue to grow and we feel like this allegiance to you know, our core friends from like, I don't know, high school, college, work, whatever it may be. And we feel like we dim ourselves to, to play back into that role, but yet we want to go forward. And so we get stuck in that mud, like, where do we go? Do we sacrifice our wants, needs, and desires to fit for other people? And that's kind of where a lot of, a lot Mm -hmm. of struggle I know for even me personally, but I, from, from the numerous women that I, I meet and connect with as well, we're all kind of in that same boat. And obviously the three of us here have all experienced that. That's crazy, but yeah, yeah absolutely. It's so important. So important. It is. It is important, and it's also important to know that up leveling and making changes is so hard, right? People, you don't get this idea where you're like, "Oh, this is going to change my life, and life is going to be perfect, and everyone around me is going to agree, and we're all just going to do this together." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whenever you make those changes, of you're like, "Okay, it's time for me to step out of that box." Whenever you get to that realization and you make that step. There are so many things that come with that that are really, really difficult and hard to deal with sometimes. And I say this too, that whenever you up-level, it can sometimes get lonely too, right? Because the people have always been around you who might not understand. You can't conversate with them in a way that you could before and they don't get it and it feels lonely. But if you stick through those lonely times and you just keep going, like you will attract those people who will start to understand it. You know, so I think that's important for women to realize too that when you start to make these changes, you don't just say, "Oh, hey, I'm going to make the right decision," and then everything else falls in line. You know, 
I was always told myself, new level, new devil. There's a new thing yeah. come attack me every time. There's I know, it's so true. But with, would you say too, because I'm curious, because you made all these changes at once, it sounds like. Yeah. Like, yeah. Leaving the boyfriend, leaving the job and the city and like working on your body, I guess, like working on your physical, your physical fitness, all that. But would you say like, was it like all at once or did you see like a slippery slope? Like now I'm doing this. Now I have more confidence to do this. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, now I'm going to do this. More like a mudslide where I was like, what the F did I just do? (laughs) You know? So I think you you get like this adrenaline rush whenever you want to make changes. I'm more of like, I'm like a very all or nothing kind of person when it comes to decisions in my life. Um, And I have to take away my plan B because if there's a plan B, I'm like, why would I get rid of A? You know, there's a B, it's fine, right? But I'm like, I have to go balls to the wall and just literally burn this all to the ground because if I don't, I won't make a change. And so I made all, I, I put my notice in at my job. I told my boyfriend, you know, this isn't going to work. I signed a lease in an apartment in Columbus that I hadn't seen yet. And I, you know, was like, I'm going to start my business. I didn't have any fitness clients at the time. I wasn't like, you know, doing my business and a side hustle. I was just like, it's now or never. And I have no other option but to make it work. And then there was a morning that I woke up that I didn't have to go to a corporate job. And I was like, what do I do today? <laughs> you know, you like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to make it work, you know? And so it would be more of a mudslide. And there was a time where I, 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 there, I remember there was a day and I was like, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you just do it. You do it. You know what I mean? And so obviously I'm now glad that I did, but yeah, there were, there were many moments of like, I could easily go back to this comfortable life, you yeah. know? So what kind of strategies did you use or that you had when you like felt that way? I just always, I always, always, and even to this day, there are times where I'm like, this is really hard. Like, how do I keep going? You know what I mean? And the thing that keeps me going every single day is knowing that there are so many women out here in this world that are not living at their highest potential that I literally just want to shake them and be like, we can do more, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, if I don't push myself for more, why would anyone else or my clients or the people around me do that? And I'm like, I truly know that my purpose and you guys too, because we're all connected is to make a change in the world, you know? And, and so I have to, I choose to get uncomfortable every single day and every single thing that I do, because I know that there's always more and we aren't given this passion or this purpose just to feel uncomfortable, right? We're given it to make an actual change. And so the future and impacting lives is what just keeps me going every day. I love it. So I know that with great change comes great fear and resistance. So mm-hmm. what what would you say was the most fearful, like challenging things? I know that like so many women are like, I'd love to leave my corporate job, but you know, fill in the blank, or I'd love to mm-hmm. do X, Y, and Z and fill in the blank. So what do you think was like your biggest resistance that you felt like the fear crippling thing that was just like, okay, it doesn't matter because th- I know the reward is going to be worth what I'm stuck in right now. Yeah. So to them, one of them was, which we hear all the time, oh, I don't want to leave my corporate job. I have bills to pay or I have kids to take care of or something like that. And like I said, I quit my corporate job with no clients. 
I had 800 followers on Instagram. Like I didn't have this huge following where I could, you know, like sell them all these programs or whatever. And so that was one of the hardest things for me because I was like, I still have to live, right? Like, how do I do this? But I also think that was also one of the things that I was resisting the most. But whatever you resist the most is the one thing I think that sets you free too, right? And so I truly believe in like energy and universe and source and God and all of that. And I believe that God's not going to, again, give you this calling and watch it fall to the wayside, you know, but it is also our job to take action. And so I'm like, you know, I made this choice to quit and now I'm going to make the choice to make this work. And so what my, the thing that kept me, you know, having the money come in is like, whose life can I change today? How many more lives can I change today? And I always say, if you're a woman in business, um, especially whenever you're coaching or fitness or you know whatever it is, the more people you help, the more money you make. Make it your number one goal to change more lives every single day. And it's just an energy exchange with the money that comes in. You know, So that's one thing that I just... I was resisting, but I was like, I can't. You know what I mean? I can't let that be the focus because then... I'm going to be freaked out about everything else, you know? And so my focus then turned into more lives, more lives, more lives. So that was one of them. And then the other thing I was resisting was leaving my relationship, of course. And I'm like, is there ever going to be another man that loves me? Am I ever going to get another boyfriend? Am I, you know what I mean? I'm going to be single forever. And so I still am currently single, but I think for the best, you know? And so I, I don't have the fears of, will I be loved or things like that? And I think also that was a, really, really good gateway of me finding again who I am by myself without another person. Mm -hmm. Because I think that it's really hard, especially as women, we engorge ourselves and our families and our relationships. And it's like, who are you without these things around you? You know, like you still are that person and that's where you you are the most powerful. And I think that that was truly the best thing that I ever did because I would still be sitting in the shadows if I didn't. So... So I will say to that point about relationships and how you feel about being single, because I remember sitting in my kitchen at my apartment like three or four years ago, and I was like literally on the ground, like crying so hard in my kitchen because I had moved around a lot and I'd done a lot of things. So I didn't really date or have any like serious boyfriend at that time. And I used to think that like, that was the trade-off. I thought like successful women are just single. Like I spent all my dating time working and building and doing all that stuff. So I have freedom and I get to go on cool trips and do this cool stuff and do what I want. But I, the, the trade-off is I have to do it by myself, you know? <laughs> and yeah. I remember feeling like being so upset and crying and like thinking like that, that it had to be one or the other. And I just think like things happen right time. I know you said you're a believer, so I'll go with that. But I think God puts the right people in your life at the right time. Cause my husband, like we would have never crossed paths. Like we met in Hawaii and um, had a long distance relationship forever. And I couldn't imagine like a better person suited, like everything you're saying about like impacting lives. And like, he's so focused on impact and what he can do. Like he inspires me every day. And I'm like, thank God I didn't just settle and like <laughs> go yeah. for someone to be lonely. So I just wanted to touch on that because I think what you're saying, like you're doing amazing things and you can tell just by listening to you that you're really powerhouse of a person. And whenever you meet that person, it's going to, I can't imagine the kind of man you're going to end up with because you guys are just going to be influential powerhouses. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah, I know. I know. And like, there are times, obviously, as, as any woman who is single, right? You're like, oh, where's the man? Yeah. But then you just sit back and you're like, it'll happen at the yeah. right time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if it hasn't happened, it's not the right time. And you just have to be at peace with that. And right now I'm so at peace with that, that like, 
what's for you will not pass you, exactly. you know, like just keep right. going. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was just reading the other day about how when we just, and I know it's so, so cliche when we say like, oh, that person will complete you. But like when you've done all this inner work and like really own who you are and feel 100% whole, it's mm-hmm. it's almost like a bonus if you find somebody that wants to spend mm-hmm. it and share that with you versus so many women are, have this this void missing. They think that if they find that right person, then they'll be happy or then they'll, you know, f- fill in the blank again. And it's really important like for us women to like just really own us because that's when, when we're at like our peak, that's who we attract, those people that are also at their peak as well. And versus like having to settle or just like, you know, you looked good for the time because I didn't realize I was working on that issue. And so I, I just think it's really important for women to really, to own and do that inner work to really come to a relationship like 100% whole. And it's not that Jerry Maguire, like you complete me. It's like, <laughs> well, you're 100, you're 100, we're going to make 200. So yeah. Yes, yes, it is so true. And I think to your point, Erin, when you were saying like, oh, you have to be either a powerhouse woman and single or it's one or the other. But I think it's really important to know as you obviously you guys have shown that you can have both. You don't have to choose. We don't live in this world where you have to choose one or the other. Like you can have both, you know? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I like Hell both. yeah. <laughs> I like having as much as possible. Other things I want. <laughs> everything. I think right. it just into your brain. Again, maybe times have changed, but like I just remember like growing up, like it was always like that to be a mom or a wife or you can have be a corporate person or career. And it's like all these that you have to choose. And it's just like, screw Let's it. Just have it all. It's yeah. all available to me. So I want the cake and I want to eat it. Yeah. Like I, I want all of it. Not eat it. <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. But no, I think that's awesome. So a lot of women definitely need to realize their worth, I guess. I always try to keep my mouth shut because you never know what's going on in people's lives ever. But there's times I meet people and their boyfriend or I'm just like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't know him, but, and maybe they are perfect, but I'm just like, man, she's just like, or like the, or there's always, and it could go the other way too, I guess, guys with their girlfriends (laughs) that are just like holding them back. I don't want to say they're holding them back because we're, we're in charge with, we make our own decisions. But like I said, when a significant other, that's who you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. Like, are those people, is that person helping you grow or holding you back? And I met this, I think I said it before on one of our podcasts, but I met a woman back like, gosh, this was probably like 10 years ago. So it was very long time ago, but I remember her talking about paying attention to your income. <laughs> She's like, if you're dating someone, is your income go up or down? That's a good indicator if they're the right kind All of person. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, that is so true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, okay. I have so many points to just make what you just said, because okay. first of all, I have a friend and she was, she owns an online business. She's super successful. And she was dating this guy who was just not for her. And she said, every time that she would kind of go in the cycle with this guy, her income would drop. Every time she would go through fake seasons where she was just, you know, free from him, not involved, her business would skyrocket every yeah. single time. And I'm like, how insane is that? That energy exchange is yeah. just so insane because as confident women and just bosses, right? Like everything around you is your energy, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's just the craziest thing. And then when you were saying how you just, you meet people and you're like, oh, you know, I just feel like you could do better, you know? (laughs) Like not saying, not saying that the other person is wrong or bad in any way. I just see more potential in you. And when I was dating my boyfriend who I had broken up with, I could not tell you how many people 
I, I don't know if I would personally say this to anyone that I know, but they're like, why are you with him? Like, why are you, why are you with him? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. And then at that point I'm like, why am I? So I, I totally get it. Cause people did the same thing for me when I was with yeah. <laughs> yeah. outside. Yeah. It's crazy how people can see your potential before you can. You know, it's the crazy thing. It's kind of like you can't see something when you're in it or, you know, things like that. And so people, it's really important to listen to people when they say things like that, because it's like, wait, what do you see that I do? You know, so. Especially if it's someone's opinion that you value too. Like, right. Yes. That's the important because otherwise you just feel like kind of personally attacked. Like, oh, they don't want me. (laughs) Yeah. You just want to come at it also with like a, a, at a good place of intention. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy when you see that because it's like, for me, when I, if I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, oh my gosh, they have no idea. Like, I mean, it's like, like you said, you see such potential or like see such growth in like where those, it's almost like you can see the roadblocks, like the things holding them back. And you're just like, can I? like move that out of the way for you. Like, I just want to help you because I just like want the world for you. So yeah. 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 And if people explain things that are holding them back, but then when you repeat it back to them, then they it sounds so different, right? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. It is so true. Whenever like, you know, you have girlfriends or something, let's just, the easiest example would be like a bad relationship. And you're like, do you understand what, what this person is doing to you? Do you understand? Do you know what I mean? You keep the situation back to them and she's like, okay, you know, I guess, I guess that's, that's not really how it's supposed to be. Or how would you feel if I was in the same situation that you were living? You know what I mean? What would you say about that? Right. So yeah, it's always good to hear from other people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. I feel like we could talk about that forever because we have yeah. so many like, girlfriend stories and our own experiences and like kind of always looking back at like where we are today and I wish we could say to our younger selves, but it's like, but that was all part mm. of the journey. Like we knew- Or you wish you would have listened to people sooner. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean, gosh, I probably would have ended that two and a half year relationship like two minutes into it. Like <laughs> two <yeah>. minutes. <laughs> there was a lot of regret. Yeah. There was a lot there, but they all saw it. And I just said, you know, but didn't gave all the excuses, but yeah. And I'm looking back, I think you said like, shut up. Didn't. <laughs> yeah. Boyfriend episode sometime because. Oh gosh. I'm, yeah. dating I'm dinners, you know? <laughs> I, I know we all have like that one. Right. So that means you look fun. back and you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I think being with the wrong person though, also like deflates your confidence too. Oh, because you're like, I, cause you're like, I'm not good enough to be with someone who I truly want to be with, you know? And it's like, no, 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 girlfriend, you are good enough for whatever you want, yeah. you know? And so that's really important to recognize too, is that when you do choose the wrong person, it's like, what inside of you do you not believe in right now that we need to start working on and believing in to attract the right person, you know? So like, that's, that's really important too for women. I always notice too, and it's a pet peeve of mine and it might just because like, I'm very big on like language and like verbiage and things we say to ourselves and how we say things. And I see, so I saw, it was just recently. So maybe that's why it's fresh in my mind, but like a few women always talking about like, how there's no good guys out there or all these, whatever. And I'm like, well, no shit. Keep telling yourself that. Or like, you're probably, yeah. there probably is one around that you're just blocking because you believe there are no good guys around. Right. Um, yeah. You know, so where I believe like that there's a ton of great men out there. There's lots no, of No, I agree. I agree too. Or, or I think that it's hard for women who just have so much belief in themselves. They're like, I don't need a man. I don't need yeah. anyone. You know what I mean? It's like, of course, you're not going to attract a man, if you're saying you don't need one. 
Right. right. Uh, and it's all almost like the whole, it's almost like a double-edged sword sometimes. Cause I feel, this is where I do feel bad for men sometimes. Cause I feel like it could be confusing in today's world. Oh, women are confusing like, as hell, man. Just, yeah. Cause crazy. you want a strong, like these women wants to be strong, but you hold the door for them. And they're like, I can hold it myself. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I would think it's confusing sometimes. It's like, I let Ryan be a man and do his thing sometimes. You know what I mean? And that I'm capable of doing things, but I love when he does them for me, you know? (laughs) No, I think it's really important. I was actually at a business seminar in Arizona a few weeks ago. We were talking about the laws of the universe, right? And one of them that came up was the law of gender. And it's how everything, there's everything grows when there's balance. So when there's a balance of feminine energy and masculine energy. And so in today's world, I think a lot of women are operating out of a masculine energy because I got this hustle mode. I got it. I don't need anyone. I don't need any. Thing. And it's very hard for a man to step into his masculine yeah. when you're also in your masculine because then you just collide, right? And then everything just burns to the ground. Yeah. But if you, even if you can't open the door, let him open the door. Yeah. Like that doesn't make you any less powerful if we just yeah. step into our feminine for us for a night, right? Yeah. For a night and then let him do his thing. Then it's just this beautiful harmony that happens. But a lot of women, it's hard for women to recognize that, you know? And for me personally, that's been a struggle of mine to be like, just step back for yeah. a second. It doesn't make you any less powerful or any less of like a mm-hmm. boss than to let someone yeah. open the door for you or buy your dinner. It's fine. Right. <laughs> and, and I think it was just women, like being, especially women entrepreneurs, we have that, like you said, this go hustle. And it's like how we feel we have to do that is to tap into our masculine energy. And it's like, because we're almost like modeling after the men where we don't also know when to turn that off. And it's like, you know, and a lot of times then if you're operating so much in that masculine energy, just by default, you're going to attract a a male with a feminine energy that completes that, that balance. But then when you start backing off of your work mode, because you want to spend time with your partner, there's going to be a big disconnect there too because you're going to say, oh, he's he's just not man enough. And it's like all this confusion and everything that we center around. Mm-hmm. But it's like us women, we need to have that balance, give and take. And like you said, it doesn't make you any less than a woman, but it's like sometimes us ladies just have to know when to really just like, we want to be nurtured. We want these like, our men to be chivalrous and all these things, but yet we don't allow them to. So it's on us. And yes. I mean, us women, we're, One. we're damn confusing. I'll, I'll be the first thing I confuse <laughs> myself. Like, I know I'm like, I'm confusing to myself. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm sorry, babe. I don't know. I'm like, um, thing yeah, it's really so true. Me, let Ryan do more things for me is being pregnant. Well, that's a, yeah. <laughs> like, that's true. That's this, very feminine. <laughs> all these like little things that I would never like really need today. I'm like, Ryan, can you, Pammy, can you go pick that pillow up for me? Or like, can you help me? Can you get ice for my, cause my feet are swollen. And just all these like little things, like lately I've noticed myself like, I'm really needy, but he loves it. <laughs> like he loves doing it though, I think that helps makes him feel yeah. like, yeah. Guys need to be needed. Guys yeah. need to be like, like quote unquote needed, right? Yeah. Where it's like, if you don't need anything, they're like, well, what am I here yeah. for? You right. know? So and that's us women. Yeah. We, we think we can run it all, but we're, we burn ourselves out by doing it too. And then we yeah. just say, oh my gosh, if only I had a man. Well, like you said, I mean, <laughs> everything so you can have something to, you know, have a give take. So, yes, yeah. that is so true. And you can just still just be powerful in different areas. Like Ryan and I have completely different, we have a lot of similar strengths, but very different strengths. So it's like, I'm not an analytical numbers person, whatever. 
So if there is a way to go out and get us the best possible way to do our taxes, that's him. Like I don't touch it. Like I don't need to be, <laughs> I don't need to be like, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. we've just found our different strengths and weaknesses that we can be in business do together in business that like he does that and he yeah. feels needed just to do all that stuff. And then I have another role, you know? So, and then it works. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. so true. Plus it's, it's like, true. why do I want to do all this extra work if I don't have to do it? And so if, you know what I mean? I wasn't always yeah, like so that. But I've learned to embrace like, Oh, I'm doing more than I have to. And <laughs> and then when when that happens, you actually free up time for you to like tap into your feminine energy and start doing yeah. things. Oh, yeah. It's self-nurturing and like feels good. And like, you know, using the term, like it's silly to say like, oh, it's always manis and petties and bubble baths and stuff. But it's like, sometimes we need that downtime. And that's like, when yeah. we really tap into like our inner being, like who we are as a, yeah. a feminine like being. But it's just cool because it allows you to give take and start seeing things from a different perspective, but also allowing your partner to own their energy and you grasp yours. But yet you can turn it off and like, you know, if your business requires you to be a masculine driver, awesome, but know when to pull back. Maybe that's not appropriate role for you at the time of being in your home, but maybe it is in the the business world. Right. And you just have to be conscious of that all the time, right? You don't just like naturally, for someone who's like, go, 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 right? You don't just naturally step into your feminine, like on a date or something. You're like, hold on, I need to like consciously make the effort to do this, you know? And for me personally, I have to like, if I'm going to go on a date or something, I'm like, I have to just be conscious of this and act as that. And just, it doesn't come naturally to me. Right. (laughs) So I'm sure a lot of women feel that way too, but they also probably don't recognize it either, you know? Right. Because when you're, when you're operating it, like that full speed, I'm 100% guilty of it. I run at a masculine energy all day, every day because when I wake up, I'm in the driver's seat and I go. And it's hard for me Mm -hmm. to like turn that off because when I'm working at home, it's like my home is my my business. Or if I'm out somewhere having a meeting, I put on my business mode. And so it's I intentionally schedule on my calendar like, okay, this is me day. This is like a full like feminine, just chill. I get back in touch with who I am. And then it helps kind of set that tone and, and bringing that awareness it makes it easier to switch hats as needed. Absolutely. I 100% agree. You have to have those days and it's okay to take those days. Like, please take those days. You know what I mean? Right. I used to feel guilty. I'm like, I can't get my hair done. I can't get my nails done. I, can't, I don't have time, right? And it's like, no, you don't, you don't not have time to not have time. Right. <laughs> you got to do it. Right. Also, how long have you had your, been doing your business? Three years. Would you say it's a fitness bit? Like, I don't, why don't yes. I just call it? Like, fit, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fit. So I, I, like, yeah, you do so it's a lot more than that too, like coaching. Yeah, so coaching, I do nutrition coaching as well, obviously fitness. But this is what I tell people is that like, um, Ashton Fair's Fitness LLC, like that's my business. And I get you in on things that you think you you want to do as far as losing weight, right? You think you want to lose 20 pounds and that's where we get you in and that's where we get your programming and that's where we get our feet wet. But once we get you started, it's going to shift and change and not because I'm like, nope, you need this. It's like you start to recognize these things and these changes and these feelings that you're getting. And I'm like, all right, girl, let's dive in. Let's do more, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you said it's been for how many years? Three years. Three years. So you've already seen that evolve then over time, like your methods, oh. I guess. Or your- oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I used to put out program. I used to type up programs on the notes of my phone and screenshot it and put it on my Instagram. There wasn't an Instagram story back then. It was just your regular Instagram. And I was selling yeah. programs for like a $100 a week or something like that. <laughs> so things have changed so much. What would you say? Because like, I feel like the fitness industry is like, especially like with Instagram, there's, there's a lot. 
So what would you say, like, it's been like a reason for your success, or I guess kind of like set you apart? Yes. Because if I feel like if I started a fitness business right now, I'd be like, what the hell? Like everyone can squat. And how do I get my market share with all these other... Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, fitness is so saturated and all this stuff. And this is what I tell all my clients too. You can get workouts anywhere these days. You can get workouts off of every single street corner. You can get quote unquote macros or any sort of nutrition plan from basically anyone these days. But one thing that sets me apart is I tell people that ultimately at the end of the day, I probably want your results more than you do, which I know isn't really like a healthy type of situation, (laughs) but I see your potential. All of my program is totally custom and I'm not your lose 30 pounds in 30 days girl. And I'm not here to tell you that this is going to happen in 30, 60 or 90 days. This is probably going to take us eight to 12 months of time to get to where you want to be depending on your goals. And I'm not the girl that you come to if you want shakes, detoxes, pills, don't give any or recommend any supplements. Zero. I say, if you want to get results, you move your body and you eat real food. That's it. You know? And so whenever it comes to fitness coaching, I think the one thing that has set me apart from other fitness coaches is that I truly just keep it as real as possible. What you see is what you get. You know, like I'm not putting on this front or I'm not your, you know, your booty band workout girl. That's not me. (laughs) Like that's not me. You know, I'm the girl that's like, all right, you've tried everything. You've done it all. You've starved your body. You've gained (laughs) the weight back. You've done whatever it is. And it, and it hasn't worked. So now we, we do the real thing, which will work. That's going to take you longer than the other things that you've tried, but they're going to last you forever. And that's right. probably why people like you. Because I'm yeah. much more likely to buy from someone that's going to give me hard truths than like, 30 days, 30 pounds, like... Yeah, yeah. I tell people, I'm not here to sell you the dream. That. I'm, not, right. I'm not selling you the dream. I'm selling you work. That's what I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> but yeah, you I feel like have their back. 100%. Yep. And that's, that's very similar to like the space that I'm in as well. And I feel like when you, I felt like I could totally went on like a rant to about like the 30 day, 30 pounds and 30 days kind of thing. <sighs> I know I just shared this with Aaron last like, week. Like make like, it stop. I was just like, what is with all the these person that bottled that stuff? <laughs> well, exactly. And that's Thanks. why it's, it's triggered to us is because we know that there's no result at the end. So it's just like some, you know, a down in a dream and you're not going to hit the lotto in 10 days or 30 days or 60, 90, whatever days that you're going to promise because you're selling them a false hope. And so I'm I'm anti that kind of marketing because in 10 days, you're not going to lose 10 pounds. I mean, it's it's not happening. I mean, unless, you know, to be, to be fair, there are some people like can lose it because maybe they have that much to lose in a week, but that is not going to be consistently over time. And I think, I think like shows like the biggest loser where they lose like, I don't know, 47 pounds in like one week. And people are just like, well, I want to do that too. And it's like, first of all, you like hundred pounds. Right. They also have a trainer screaming in their face all day. And I'm sure that they're not eating properly. You know, how many times at the end of these shows, you see like all the, the lawsuits and the, the, you know, outbursts of like how that person had gained all this weight and it ruined their life or whatever it might be. But because it's not realistic and it's not sustainable. And that's the same, like Ash and I obviously share the same like methodology of like how we approach fitness and nutrition is that it's in it for the long term. It's never a quick fix because obviously you and I, I mean, just, I, I don't, I kind of, this is most I've talked to you, but like we have these pain points and why we do what we do is because we've been in those shoes. And it's so mm-hmm. hard because I, I hate seeing people in those pain points. Oh my God. And then you see people spend all this money. Yeah. No, I mean, I could talk about this for the next 10 hours. You see people spend all this money on these false hopes. That's it's like, if you just took that money and invested it into someone who's going to be truthful and honest with you and who's not going to sell you this, this dream, you're going to get, you're going to save money in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, 
and save your health and your body and your mental state. I mean, when you take your body through ups and downs all the time, it is not only physically hard on your body, it is mentally hard on your body. You know what I mean? Like it's just so hard. Yeah. Emotionally, it crushes you because then you have yeah. this defeatist like going into the next program. Like, this will probably fail me too, but you know, I'm desperate and I'll try it. Yeah. And then I'm out some money and I'm out some more time. And you're probably worse off because then you keep the damage, it keeps getting like pounded. And, mm-hmm. and so you're never really at that place where you could start like a, a foundation until you really just like rid all those beliefs and all the sales pitches and actually went to somebody who, one, has lived through it. Like somebody you are yeah. living proof. Like what you coach and teach should be how you walk the walk. And that's just really absolutely very rare to find. You know, I just had a conversation with my girlfriend right before this call, and she was telling me she did some like six week boot camp at her gym, and she's vegetarian slash vegan. And she's like, "I'm not kidding." When I got this meal plan, they had me eat my protein consisted of two servings of vegan protein. Like that was all the protein that they were give, giving her in this <gasps> stuff, and it was just. And I was just like, I'm so glad that you recognize this because she, we, we have numerous conversations about this. And she called me up for some help. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to help you. Like, this is just... Yeah, that's so, so just, crazy. You see so many coaches and nutritionists spitting out bad information because like you said, everyone is unique. So therefore their programming and their, their, their diet, like flexible dieting or macros or calories, whatever it might be, is going to be customized to that individual. And if, that, mm-hmm. if they have a restriction, you work around that. And that's just really important in the, in the fitness space is that there is no one size fits all and it has to be tailored made to that individual to get them the results that they're looking for. Yeah. And it's important to find a coach that cares about that and just doesn't want the quick buck. Because in the fitness right. world, it's easy to make the quick buck. It's like, I'd rather not. And I'd rather just genuinely help you and work on this a lot longer than probably Susie up the street will. But like, we're going to get your results that will last you forever. You know? So I totally, totally agree. Whole other podcast we could talk about. I, know. I feel like we could talk about all this <laughs> stuff for days and hours. Definitely. Yeah. Like I need to apologize to my body. because Oh, we've all been there. I mean, actually, I myself. And uh, probably nine out of 10 women you talk to have all experienced this because it's right. a marketing ploy that we put out there that it's like, you need to jump onto the next bandwagon because there's mm-hmm. something broken about what yeah. your, the system you're doing now. And that's so, what I like about like, what you guys talk about too, because I feel like everybody overcomplicates things where it's like, you have to yes. eat for your ancestry, eat for your DNA, eat for your blood type, eat for this, cut this out, keto. You know what I mean? So it's like, Someone like me that always yo-yos, I'm always like, there's all this stuff I don't have to do. And then you get like sidetracked by the next thing. Like, oh, I'm not losing weight. So maybe this will work. Right. Or it's like analysis paralysis. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you get so desperate, you just jump on the next train because you think it's going to get you to your destination quicker. Right. And I have like a super optimistic mindset, which isn't isn't good in that space because I'll see people (laughs) that are like, lose this amount. And my mind immediately goes like, what if it works? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, yeah, but that's literally the whole world, right? Like there's a t- statistic that 90% of women do not feel comfortable in their body, which is insane, right? Which makes the diet pill or shake world or 30 pill, thirty pounds in 30 yeah. days, you know, world like so big, right? And it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, let's end this culture. Let's, this stuff doesn't work, you know? And I tell 
tell people like your body took nine months to develop. How dare you think that you can get to where you want to be in less than let's just say 30 days or 60 days, right? Like you're doing your body a disservice for doing that in 60 days. Like what? You owe yourself so much more than that. You know, we didn't get here overnight. It's not going to change overnight. Your body is the one vessel that is with you for the rest of your life. Let's honor it in a way that's going to take care of it for the rest of its life. It's what heals you. It's what protects you. It's everything that is you, you know, like what I used to do. I used to, when I was in college, I used to pop laxatives like candy. I used to take fat burners, diet pills. Every time I ate food, I took a laxative and I was like, nope, don't want this in my body. Right. And obviously very unhealthy. And I paid for that with digestive issues after that, you know, that's probably why I'm so jacked up. I mean, Lexi has been my friend for like 20 years. And then when that didn't work, you do the excessive running or some sort of exercise to burn it off faster. And then you hope it like speeds your metabolism so you can poop faster too. And it's like out as fast as possible. Yeah. 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 Totally. Way too long. Bulk of my life was this stuff. The stupid training. I don't think I ever went the laxative route. but I I didn't want to go like all the, it was just like, it's almost like what bucket did you want to fit into? It's like there was all kinds mm-hmm. of different things to get things out of you. And I'm like... I definitely bought a lot of water pills. Like that was probably... Oh, I've done that. Yeah, the water pills. So it's <laughs> yep. like the diuretics and then the laxatives. So sometimes if you you know double dose on that, it doesn't matter. And then you flush out more water. But then also if you're like sabotaging it by you know mm-hmm. eating some unhealthy foods and then you're wondering why you're bloat. And it's just this whole gamut of like, you try to be like a chemist with all of these mm-hmm. antidotes to try to get it out as possible. And you're like doing this math, like, well, if I eat this many calories, I'm going to burn <laughs> this many calories by doing this yeah. thing. And listen, me and math don't mix. That's so that's yeah. probably why it didn't work out. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this has been such a great conversation because I feel like we've covered, yeah. I mean, so many different things in here. All the things. All the things. And <laughs> yeah. we could probably talk for like 46 more hours about them all. But I know mm-hmm. that we value our listeners' time and obviously your time as well, Ashton. So going into like wrapping everything up, is there anything that you want to leave our audience with? You know, how can we find you? All the things we'll put into the show notes as well. So let's just... Yeah. Absolutely. So the Feel Good Naked Academy is open for enrollment. So accepting new clients there. So um, if any of that sounds, you know, like you, where you've fallen for the gimmicks of 30 pounds in 30 days, um, that's definitely for you. And so I'd love to chat with you. And then I'm most active just over on Instagram at Ashton Ferris Fitness. Um, And my name is spelled a little bit differently. So I'm sure you guys will show in the show notes. And then Facebook, just Ashton Ferris. And then my website, ashtonferrisfitness.net. So that's really it. Thank you guys for having me so much. Thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah, It's been fun. So we're just looking forward to it and just really think, oh my gosh, I'm excited about this episode, to be honest with you. It's going to be a a longer one, but I think it's going to be really good. We're going to have a nice array of women to listen to it. So thank you so much. Yes, of course. Have a good day, guys. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.